0: Hi guys, God bless you, they've read my notes, (laughs) it's good to be here, it's been a good day so far. Charlie shared some great thoughts with us, really did some great stuff there. Keep praying from and thanking God for what's going on. My God is great, he'll reign over all the earth. Malawi, Scotland, wherever else, God reigns. God rules, God overrules. He is in charge over the affairs of mankind. And we thank God that not only is a God out there, but it's a personal God who, who we can know intimately and personally through Jesus Christ. This is a if you like, the last Sunday, well, it is the last Sunday together this year, and it's good to take time just to thank God for all that he's, he's done and uh, his blessings, and all this year, he has been faithful. Even when we have not been faithful, he still remained faithful. This is a kind of in-between time, in-between Christmas, and surely next Christmas can't come as quickly as this Christmas came, anyway. At least we've got a day extra to prepare for the next one, Has it been a leap year, but then we're between Christmas and (coughs) New Year time, and next week, the beginning of January, we'll just share a little bit about what we see and what we want for this year, what we believe in your life, where we're heading for this year. But just to give you some advance notice, we believe, uh, or I was really challenged, and others were challenged through a Chris Hodges series we've done early in the year about Get putting God first. And God first in your day, your week, your month, your life, your year. And uh, at the beginning of the year, it took a time just of really praying and seeking God and fasting. And I believe in January, we're going to have a month where we're just going to pray. We're going to pray and seek God and pray for God to break through and do great things. And our midweeks will be prayer gatherings with worship as well. And we'll give you more notice next week, but we're asking you in advance, we share some stuff about fasting and just decide what you're going to fast from, it might not be food, it might be other things, but we'll give some details of that next week. And also before you leave today, <coughs> there's the bookmarks, uh, we still believe in reading the Word of God and our daily readings, and we're going to read some verses from today's reading shortly, but there's bookmarks out there in January, we're going to read the book of Proverbs, If you want guidance for life and principles to live by, the book of Proverbs is a great book to read. You can have as many New year resolutions as you want, but if you just apply the book of Proverbs to your life, you'll notice a difference in your life and want to embrace the wisdom of God over next year. But I'm reading from chapter four of Ephesians, you knew that because you've already read it this morning. I'm just reading from the end part of it. And then we're going to finish with communion. Normally we do that in the first Sunday of the month, but we're finishing the year Bruce come around the uh, communion table and focusing on him. He's the best focus, focal point of all. But we're transitioning to a new decade. And as we leave this one, I'm going to read some verses from Ephesians 4 from 17. My, the title here is Living as Children of Light. And the reality is... As the world grows spiritually darker, we need to shine brighter and brighter. But I believe we can and will. But with the Lord's authority, Paul's writing, I say this, live no longer as the Gentiles do for they are hopelessly confused. Their minds are full of darkness. They wander far from the life God gives because they have closed their minds and hardened their hearts against Him. They have no sense of shame. They live for lustful pleasure and eagerly practice every kind of impurity. But that isn't what you learned about Christ. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. So stop telling lies. Let us tell our neighbors the truth. for We're all parts of the same body and don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you're still angry, for anger gives a foothold to the devil. If you're a thief, quit stealing. Instead, use your hands for good work, good hard work, and then give generously to others in need. Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. And do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Remember, he has identified you as his own, guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tender hearted, forgiving one another, just as God, through Christ, has forgiven you. <coughs> Excuse me, just a few thoughts round about this passage as we transition between years. And the first one simply, and they're quite simple thoughts and for a short time before coming come around the table, is uh, it's things we need to reject. Paul's writing, live no longer as. And if I was just asking you a question, what is it as you begin to next year that you need to live no longer as? What is it you need to reject in your life? As we get into this year, it's a challenge as we all come and Take stock of where we're at. Paul says, live no longer as. What's your live no longer as? What in your life this year do you think, I don't want to live that that next year? What is it we need to live no longer as? Charlie said about getting into New Year and taking stock and changing things and whatever. But what do you no no longer want to live as? We've all got things in our life that we don't want to live as if you have not if you're perfect can you please pray for the rest of us who are a little bit imperfect but chance today Paul says what do you want to live no longer as and he goes don't live like the Gentiles live you're not that's not how you're meant to live this morning what do you need to reject that you've accepted this year in your life and he talks about they've closed their minds they've closed their minds to to God's ways of closed our mind to what God wants. And listen, what in your mind has to change? And maybe it's just your thoughts have been wrong or whatever, but you need to change, you need to reject. What do you need to reject? What do you need to live no longer as this year? The Bible says, don't copy the behaviors of the world, but let your mind be transformed. By the renewing of your mind, you need to be transformed. As we transition between decades, not just years, What is it in your mind or your thinking that you need to live no longer as? Sometimes you just need to embrace new thinking and new ideas and new people or God's way, but in your mind, but not just your mind, but your heart, they've hardened the hearts. You know, sometimes we go through life and life kicks us and we get knocks and subtly without even notice, sometimes our hearts begin to get hardened. Just take a moment is your heart as soft at the end of the year as it was at the beginning of this year? Or do you need to not live any longer with that hard heart, or that hardened heart that's coming about? Because as we read Proverbs, we'll read things like, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. One version says, about guarding your heart above all things for it determines the course of your life. As course is your life going? I'll tell you where it's going. It's going the way your heart is directing it. And if you've got problems with a heart issue, thank God for people like David who've given examples when he prayed, create me a clean heart, renew a right spirit within me. I've messed up and it's my heart that needs adjusted. I don't want to live like that any longer And then it says, we need to put on new nature. We need to not live like. We need to reject that, but we need to put on a new nature. And please hear me correctly. So often we blame the devil for the problems that we create in our own life. And sometimes we're crying out, God, 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 change me, do this, do the next thing. But Paul is saying, no, you need to start. You need to do something about it. Because when Jesus Christ came to live in you by your spirit, there was a life force come into you which gave you the power to say yes and to say no to things that you don't need to be bound, you don't need to be dictated to by the devil, you don't need to be dictated to the world, you've got the authority and the life of God living within you that says I'm going to take responsibility because there's a life force in me and I'm going to put on my old, I'm not going to put I'm not." putting off my old self, and I'm putting on. I'm not going to say, oh God, God, because God's given you something. God's got something within you and a life within you that you have authority to say, yes, that's good, I'm doing it, and no, that's bad, I'm not doing it. Don't blame the devil because God has defeated him in Calvary and he rose from the dead through Jesus Christ and he's put that same life that's raised Christ from the dead dwells in you and he's given you the authority and the power to say, no, there's darkness in Africa and darkness in demons, but listen, once you accept Jesus Christ, the Spirit of God comes to live inside you, and there's a life force in you which says, yes, I can. So as you go into it, you take authority over your own life. And he uses the language of a wardrobe. I know some of us, our wardrobe's probably expanded over Christmas. Um... The men have probably, it's time to throw out some old. I don't know if the women just expand their wardrobes and just keep on and keep on, but we'll not go there just now. But Paul writes, when he's writing to Colossians, that's what he says. Three, you must get rid of anger, rage, malicious behavior, slander, dirty language. Don't lie to each other. If you have stripped off your old sinful nature and all its wicked ways, put on your new nature and be renewed and be kind and be renewed and know that the creator has put something within you, which is new. This is just what it's saying. You put off, you put on. You need to have a rejection of stuff. You need to take these few days and say, I'm rejecting stuff and I'm not going to live like that any longer. I've done stuff and I've had an attitude problem and I've had this, that, and the next thing. But I'm rejecting that and I'm not going to ever, as I get into this new year and decade, I'm not going to live like that anymore. But not just that; you need to renew. You not just need to reject, need to renew. There has to be an instead. And if it's what are you throwing off, I want to ask you: What's your instead this year, as we go into next year? What is your instead? It's okay to say I'm not going to live like that, but you need to replace it with something which is new and fresh. What's your instead? It says here: Instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts. Instead, put on your new nature. Instead, be kind to each other, tender hearted, forgiving one another, just as God's forgiven you. What's your instead for 2020? What is your I've not done this, I've done that in 2019, in 2020. Instead of what I used to be and what I've done, I'm gonna do this. It might just be an attitude in yourself. It may just be something in yourself. You might just say, I need to change. And it might be something like instead of spending four hours a day in social media, I'm going to spend one of those hours praying and seeking God and praising God and reading his word. It might be that instead of complaining about what's going on about me and complaining about people, I'm going to encourage people. Instead of complaining, I'm going to be an encourager. Instead of sitting still, I'm going to get up and get involved. Instead of just praying for my neighbor, I'm going to invite my neighbor to church. Instead of looking at the faults in others, I'm going to look for something to bless them and praise them about. Instead of looking and looking to find fault, I'm going to look to see it as there something that I can find in that person which is not worthy of praise and encouragement. Well, I'm going to do that. Instead of making a decision, I'm going to look for complaining and faults. I'm going to look to encourage. I'm going to look for something else. Instead of giving reluctantly, I'm going to give generously. Instead of an attitude, "Oh, I've got to do that," I'm going to have an attitude, "Oh, I get to do that. I want to do that." Instead of "This is my what I've been," I'm going to change my attitude. What's your instead as this year comes to a close and we go to another one? Instead, Romans 14:13 says, "Let's stop condemning each other, but decide instead to live in such a way that we're not going to cause another brother to stumble or fall." Instead of living my life just for myself, I'm going to live my life in such a way that others can look at me and be encouraged by my lifestyle. I'm going to live my life in such a way if others are looking at me, I'm going to be a person who I'm going to walk as much as I can as close to the Lord so that when people look at me, they're not going to cause, oh, I'm going to live like that and stumble. No, they're going to look at me and they're going to look at you and say, what I want to be like them. I want to be like them. I want to love Jesus as much as they do. I want to praise Jesus as much as they do. I want to encourage people as much as they do. I want to give as much as they do, etc., etc., etc. Listen, what you're instead is going to 20. 20. Instead of thinking you can't do it, why not believe instead that God can and in you? Instead of a no can can do attitude, forget the no and just say it's a can do attitude. Instead of uh, trusting, oh, God can't do that for me, then why not instead believe God can do that and I believe in next year's year God will do that. Instead of what my attitude has been in 2019, I'm going to change the real thing. Let me encourage you, listen. God's an instead God. There's a lot of insteads in the Bible, but I want to pray this and speak this over your life as we enter 2020. Isaiah 61, 3 says this, "'To all who mourn in Israel.'" He will give a crown of beauty for ashes. A joyous, a joyous blessing instead of mourning. Festive praise instead of despair. And their righteousness, they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory. They will rebuild the ancient ruins, repairing cities destroyed long ago. They will revive them, though they have been the the decapitated or whatever for many generations. Foreigners will be your servants. They will form they feed your flocks and plough your fields and teach you and, and tend your vineyards. Sorry, you will be called priests of the Lord, ministers of our God. You will feed on the treasures of nations and boast and their riches instead of shame and dishonor you will enjoy a double share of honor you will possess double portion of prosperity in your land and everlasting joy will be yours listen I want to speak that over your life that's the kind of instead that God is going to be in 2020 In Isaiah 55, it says, instead of the thorn bush will grow the juniper. And instead of briars, the myrtle will grow. And this will be for the Lord's renown. Listen, there's an instead God who's gone into your world and said, instead of what it's been, I'm doing something fresh in you and greater than you can imagine. But we need to change and become the instead. And also, we need to remember do not bring sorrow to God, soul, spirit, by the way you live. Remember, he's identified you as his child. Isn't that great? He's identified you as his own, as his child. What your live no longer as? What's your instead going to be? Finally, what are you going to remember? Hopefully not that you're a wombo, but remember that he has identified you As his own. The band are going to come up to just a short one. But listen, you need to remember even when you don't feel it, remember you are a child of God. Remember when times are tough, he will never leave you or forsake you. Remember, even when you lose a battle, that the victory has already been won. And despite all these things, whatever they are, overwhelming victory is ours through God. Who loved us? When you feel unloved, remember that He has loved you with an everlasting love. Remember when you're faced with an easy decision or the right decision, He's given you the power and authority to make the right decision which brings honor to Him. When you're faced with great temptation, you remember He's given you a way of escape, as the Bible says. Remember, listen, that He's for you, He's with you. When bad things happen to you, remember that God is good all the time. When others don't forgive you, remember that God forgives you and forgets it and wipes the slate clean. Remember when you blow it, that he's a restorer. Remember when you've wasted so many years, remember he's a God who restores the years that the locust is eating remember when it's financially difficult and when you lose your job, that he's a God who says I'll meet all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus, remember when you can't see a way out of the mess, remember he is a way maker remember when the doctor says it's not going to happen, remember that he is a miracle worker, remember when others have failed in the promises to you that he is a promise keeper, remember when the world is all dark around you that he is light, he's light in the darkness, remember he he is who He says He's going to be. Remember when others are failing. He will never fail you. Remember when you fail, He still picks you up and says, let's go again because I'm not writing you off. Others have written you off, but I'm not going to write you off in 2020. If you fall 20 times, you'll get up 21 times. If you mess up, you'll mess up less than the times I'll pick you up. And even when you think that sin's too great, remember His grace is greater than your sin. Remember that His mercy is greater than his judgment and when other people are judging you remember that God chooses not to judge us but to show mercy because Jesus took the judgment of Christ remember as you go into 2020 you'll have good days you'll have bad days but every day he's going to be faithful to you every day his goodness and his mercy are going to be running and chasing after you. Even when you're having a bad day and even when you don't feel it, he's working. Even when you don't see it, he's working. Your God, remember, is never going to fail you, never going to leave you, never going to forget you. He is a good God and he's going to fulfill the promises he's made. The servers are going to come around in a moment. Well, now. But as we just take a few moments, <clears throat> what you're not going to live, what you're going to live no longer as, what you're going to reject, that you know in your life has not been what God intended for you. These are great precious moments when we can come and say, Lord, I recognize that I'm not going to live like that any longer, because it's, it's fallen short of what you want from me. But I thank you, you're going to wipe the slate clean, and I'm not going into 2020 with that, I'm making the decision not to live like that any longer. But I'm also making the decision that instead of that, I'm going to do the opposite and I'm going to change. It's not enough just to stop doing stuff. We need to replace it by doing positive stuff. And Lord, I'm going to remember you. I'm going to remember your goodness. And there's a song that I heard this year. We didn't sing it. Because we recognize Life can be tough at times. There's a great couple of lines of a great song from Passion which says this, and should this life bring suffering? And it will. It says, Lord, I will remember what Calvary has bought for me for now and forever. And even if Things are tough, and for people they are. When we come around this table, we just remember, even when life is tough, remember what he's done for us. And that's enough to keep giving him thanks and praise. He goes on to say that song. I'll remember what Calvary, I'll read that back again. Should this life bring suffering, Lord, I will remember what Calvary has bought for me both now and forever. And he says, I am blessed. I am called. I am healed. I am whole. I am saved in Jesus' name. Highly favored, anointed, filled with your power for the glory of Jesus' name. Calvary has done so much for us. And as we come round this table, wouldn't it be great if we just remembered some of the stuff that Calvary has bought for us and just says, Lord, I'm going to give you thanks. Kerry, would you pray with us, please? Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for everything you've done for us, Lord. Lord, I just pray that as we take these emblems, Lord, that we spend time in reflection, Lord, and make sure our hearts are soft to go forward into the new year. In your precious name, amen. Yeah, just take a moment and just reflect on what this has done for us, what it means. It's a hustle bustle time, but just take a few moments at India just to remember what he's done for us. welcome me I was lost but he brought me oh his love for me oh his love for me who the son sets free he is free indeed. I'm a child i so.